This is Around the Rim with LaChina Robinson. Hey, basketball fans. Welcome to a new edition of Fast Break brought to you by the Around the Rim podcast. I am your host, LaChina Robinson, and this week's Fast Break guest is the senior point guard of the number one team in the country, the South Carolina Gamecocks, Ty Harris. Now, Ty was named a finalist for the Wooden, Naismith, and Wade Trophy, which are all National Player of the Year honors. Um, Ty is going to talk to us about a variety of things from the abrupt ending to our senior season, being mentored by Don Staley, and her preparation for the WNBA draft, our Michelle Vopel has Ty Harris going number six overall to the Minnesota Lynx. Uh, don't forget the WNBA draft is happening virtually April 17th, 7 p.m. on ESPN. So make sure you catch that. We hope you enjoy this fast break interview with Ty Harris. Well, Ty, thank you so much for joining us on Around the Rim podcast. Obviously, right now, um, Life is a little bit different for all of us. So just start with how are you doing and feeling? How's your family? How's your community? Um, I think the community is going well. I think they're following the laws of staying inside. Uh, my families are also following the laws of staying inside. But I think me and my sister are going a little crazy just being in the house, stuck in the house. So we try to find things to do, like, in the house or, like, on a porch, like, TikTok, TikTok dances and stuff like that. But um, right now, I'm actually in a good place just – all in all, just the time being, uh, I think the time has passed. So, like, I've thought about it. I, I consider why they're doing this. And I think it's for a good reason, just for safety and people like that. And just for the old people, even for the younger people now, too. But um, I'm in a good place, good headspace. I'm just worried about or focusing on the WNBA draft and preparing for the uh, preparing for that and um, just trying to stay in condition and shape. I heard your sister is a great dancer, but we'll get back to that in a moment here. I'm glad you are well. Glad your family is well. Uh, you've had to deal with a lot the last mm-hmm. month or so. And let's go back to the moment that you found out that abruptly your senior season was over and there would be no March Madness. And for the yeah. number one team in the country, South Carolina Gamecocks, there would be no chance to vie for a national championship. What were your immediate emotions upon hearing that? Yeah, so it it happened all kind of weird just because our spring break lines up with the SEC tournament. So, like, we look forward to our spring break right after the SEC tournament. So, we, like, we're looking for the win, and then we get, like, our four days to chill with our family. So, we had our stuff packed up. I had, like, four days worth of clothes to go home and then come back and prepare for the tournament. So, like, I think it was the second day when we got home, I saw that um, they were just allowing only staff and limited family. So I was just like, what? No fans? Like, how how is that even going to be possible? I feel like the experience is going to be a little less than it was in my other years playing just because I feel like the fans make the experiences, just fans all over the world, just the excitement of it all. But somebody told me, like, just be happy, be grateful that you're still playing. So I was like, yeah, you're right. So I was I was upset and disappointed at that. But then I think it was the last day before we had to leave to go back to Columbia. Uh, is when it came out to where it was like cancel the whole tournament. And right then I was just heartbroken. I was sad. I kind of shed a few tears just because I was just like, this is my last year. Like, why, why, why would this happen my last year? And, and added, we're number one team and we're projected high. And I felt like we had a great path to get to the final four. We were going to stay in South Carolina for the long run until then. And then um, my 
Gucci texted and was like, yeah, it's over. And I was like, that's when it really hurt me because, like, my group chat was texting, the teammates were texting me, and then my staff was texting, te- texting me, and everybody was just texting me. I was just like, this is crazy. Like, I won't get to see them no more. I won't get to be with them anymore. I won't shoot in a basketball in the CLA anymore. And I was really, hard, like, sad and heartbroken about it all. Yeah, I mean, we were too for you. You know, it was hard <laughs> for those of us that wanted to watch that journey yeah. Um, continue for, for your team, for, for the number one team in the country, but, um, also for just the seniors that, uh, wouldn't have a chance to do it again and for it to happen just like that. Um, and I'm sure that was a tough time. Now, you said you'd been preparing, um, for the WNBA draft. Just curious. I want to go back to your freshman year because you've already won a national mm-hmm. championship, right? Yeah. And, one thing I always admired about the way you play, I mean, right now you're up for so many different awards, um, already won the Don Staley Point Guard Award. Yeah. Voted on that, no just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just how poised you've been throughout your career at that point guard spot, even as a freshman. But then this year you even took it to a different level. We saw more scoring ability. We saw more more, more emotion for, from you. Yeah. What is it that you feel like you've developed in your time at South Carolina that's going to help you in the WNBA? Um, I think my freshman year getting thrown into, like, the starting lineup, my freshman year after Christmas break was just the key moment for my whole performance in my whole uh, college career just because I had to be poised, I had to be calm, I had to be co- composed. I had to be on my P's and Q's just because I was playing with All-Americans. Like, I was a freshman here. I am playing with All-Americans who've been done a lot and uh, had a lot of accolades, and I had to prove myself. I had to prove to them that they could trust me and I could run this team for them. And um, I think that was the biggest thing for me. And then I think the biggest thing that I've learned throughout these whole four years is mental stamina. I think that goes a long way, especially at the point guard position. I think a lot of people think, Point guard is so easy just because you got the ball in your hands, you can pass. I, it, it's so much more that goes into it being a point guard. And I think people forget about the mental aspect of it all. And um, I think Coach Daly and my teammates have helped me with that. Yeah, anyone that would understand the mental <laughs> uh, challenges and yeah. the hurdles you have to get over at the point guard spot would be Don Staley, who yeah. it's been fun to watch your relationship. And I know she's been a mentor to you. There was one moment, I think, in a game this year where. Um, you were maybe in foul trouble, so you were on the bench, mm-hmm. and the camera caught yeah. you interacting with Coach Staley. You kept getting up to say things to her and sit down. And, and the, the crazy part about it was Coach Staley was actually listening to you, like, yeah, yeah. what you were saying. And so you could tell that mutual respect was there. What is maybe the one area that she's helped you uh, mature in your game and your readiness for the next level? Um, I think I think it would be just uh, the mental stamina like. She always used to say, when I get tired, that's when my play goes down. And I think she's always like, you just got to push past that wall. And um, I think she helped me with that. And then just trying to navigate and be a leader throughout the whole thing. Because I started with All-Americans, then two of them left, three of them left. And it was just Asia. So I still had a little bit of help with her. And then when she left, I had to take over the reins with that and being the lone leader in that and um, having to lead transfers, people that are older than me and stuff like that. And then this year I had to lead everybody because they were all freshmen or sophomores and stuff like that. So I think just being a leader and trying to navigate through different people and how they react to stuff. So you even had to lead Kiki from what I understand. So yeah. it's a little leadership too. I, I get that. Yeah. I get that. Shout out to Kiki. Um, 
But I'm curious about this freshman class, you know, I mean, Mm -hmm. from your vantage point, being with this team every day, the thing that stood out to me the most about this group of freshmen was not just their talent level, but how they were willing to come in, even though they were highly rated and do whatever Mm -hmm. was asked for them. What did you see that was really special uh, about your freshmen this season? It's exactly what you said. I mean, everybody that was like asking to like asking questions about the freshman, I always start off with that. Like, it's always a two way street when it comes to relationships. If they're willing to learn and listen, I think that goes far into the relationship just because they're not going to be stuck up or they're not going to, it's not going to go in one ear out the other. And I think I, I really appreciate that about them because they were willing to learn. It was very competitive day in and day out and um, they listened. Yeah, I heard you had a lot to do with the mentoring and the maturation of Zaya Cook coming mm-hmm. in, um, who would likely be filling in some big shoes next season with, yeah. with your departure. Um, just curious, how much have you thought about the WNBA draft? Are you nervous? Uh, you know, have you thought about where um, you're going to go, what team you'd want to go to, any of that? Yeah, um, actually, a lot of people always like texting me, like, what team do you think you want to go to? My answer stays the same. Honestly, this was a dream come true, and any team I land on, I'll be happy to play for. So uh, I'm I'm with any team who picks me. So I'm I'm all around with that one. But uh, <clears throat> um, I, I I was nervous at first because I didn't think everything was gonna come so fast, especially because like agents and then talking to the teams. I, I was gonna do all the agent stuff like after the tournament, obviously. But since it ended we had to push everything for it so that's what I'm going through right now trying to just pick an agent and then talk to all the teams doing the interviews and stuff like that and then when every some team come here just watch and see where I land and how are you staying physically in shape and and ready for mm-hmm. the upcoming season you doing some home workouts and lunges yeah yeah um so one of my trainers sends me home workout things to do with my little sister she also plays basketball so I have two little sisters one dances one play basketball and so we do that. We do a home workouts. And then um, my other trainer, we do, um, we wake up at 5 a.m. and we run four miles to six miles Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And that's that's not more so to stay in shape. That's more of my mental part of that, too. He says, if if I can wake up at 5 a.m. and sacrifice going to sleep earlier than most people and waking up at 5 a.m. and running in 30-degree weather, I can overcome anything that's coming in the future, too. So that and then – um. I actually just now found a gym in one of our family friend's house. It's in, our, in their basement, and um, we just try to do that sometimes here and there. Nice, nice. Have you heard anything about the draft at all? Um, like, I know you've been talking to teams, but have you heard anything about mm-hmm. how that day is going to go? Um, not so much. Just the, that we're actually having a draft, and it's going to be remotely for top prospects, and they're going to have some people coming in. That's about it, though. So. Yeah. Well, one one conversation about you before we end, I want to ask you about it, is that all this year you kept hearing people say, Ty Harris is so underrated. People aren't talking enough about yeah. Ty Harris. What did you think about that? Like, did you feel like you were kind of overlooked because you're maybe a little bit more poised and laid back in your demeanor um, or that, you know, you're into more of a leadership of ball distribution and you are scoring. We had a lot of scoring point guards yeah. in the country this year. How did you feel about that conversation? Um, I went back and forth with it. I, actually, my whole life, I felt like I was underrated just from high school, uh, coming up. But I think the people that are around me kept me going. Uh, <laughs> that was so that they value me a lot. And 
that's when I felt like I wasn't underrated. Like they people can say what they want or the Rangers can do this and that, but the people that I'm most closer with, my close circle, they they value me the most and I felt like that that outweighed everything else. So to be underrated, no, because I was very highly rated or very valued with my team. So I love it. All right, so a couple of rapid fire questions just to end. Just so you know, we had Kennedy Carter on the show yeah. last week, and um, we were asking her if Texas A and M didn't win a national championship, if there was a March Madness, who would she want yeah. to win? And she said South Carolina. Shout out to Ty Harris. I was like, Oh, oh yeah, that's my yeah, that's she my love. <laughs> that's she my all right, so rapid-fire questions. Um, number one, what is your favorite thing? You guys packed the house. You were getting like yeah. 2,000 fans a night in Columbia yeah. Life Arena in Columbia. Um, what is your favorite thing about the Gamecock fans? Um, That they support. It is not just a hit or miss or if we're just winning support. They support through it all. And you know how we didn't have social media. Uh, when people would try to get on this, they, they're right there with it and they fight yeah. back. So I, I love that support about them. Oh yeah. They are trolling all day long. <laughs> Gotta love it. Okay. What is your favorite place to eat? Where's your favorite place to eat in Columbia? Um, favorite place to eat in Columbia. Mr. Seafood. Okay. Yeah, Mr. Seafood. Um, most, what is your favorite Don Staley outfit from any of your seasons? Yeah. Um, I would have to say the outfit she wore our national championship game. That was an important outfit, right? Yes. What, what one WNBA player would you say your game resembles? Sue Bird, and I want to continue to resemble her. Love that, Sue Bird. All right, last but not least, and you got to think about this one. Uh, Who is your favorite teammate of all time? You can even go back to high school oh, if you want. <laughs> favorite teammate of all time? I'm not even going to say college because they might get the next feeling, so I'm going to go to high school. Um, Sydney. <laughs> Cindy Hall, she was my favorite. She was another point guard at Heritage Christian. And um, she kind of did a little everything for me. I was really needy when I was in high school. And she, she was there to pick me up or uh, just let me lay on her on the bus rides and stuff like that. So Cindy Hall. Nice. Shout out to the high school days. They were nice. Yeah. They were definitely nice. Well, Ty, we appreciate your time. Please stay safe and well. And we look forward to WNBA Draft Night. Congrats on your Thank career. You. And uh, we look forward to more in the future. Thank you so much. Thanks, Ty. Thank you for listening to Around the Rim. Check out more podcasts from ESPN on the ESPN app.